The cause painting here, SpongeBob SquarePants, I believe he's called. Art sales and auctions have been breaking records. At 850, no, and your bids over the round of applause. In some cases, collectors spend hundreds of millions of dollars on a single piece. $400 million is the bid, and the piece is sold. And with all that money at stake, many of these collectors pay for forensic and expert testing to ensure they're getting the real deal. That's because where there's money, there are scammers. Right in here. Right in here. You gotta get right in here. Ken Perini knows a thing or two about forging art. He's been doing it for decades. That is, until 1998, when the FBI began a five-year investigation into Ken. See, the modern paintings take a different type of aging than an antique painting. He had passed off his forgeries of 19th century artists in major international auction houses. Two FBI men walked in that door. What was your explanation? I simply told them that I was very lucky at finding them in, uh, in flea markets. Did you have your buttersworths hanging all over the house luckily, as they no. asked you how you got all these Luckily, no. Uh, but if they would have opened the door back there, they would have said, <laughs> we've just hit the jackpot. He perfected imitations of James E. Buttersworth, a 19th century English painter. The five-year investigation dried up, and Ken is now safely past the statute of limitations on his crimes. How many people have fakes of yours? Let's just take the Buttersworth, for example. Yeah. <clears throat> How many people have this in their home and think they have a Buttersworth original? Well, it's hard to say. I've painted so many of them through the years, but put it this way. Every so often, one turns up in a magazine or a catalog, and it's like bumping into an old friend. So what motivates someone to forge art? I didn't plan to become an art forger. It kind of like happened by default, and I found that I had a hidden talent for it, and it gave me a very exciting life in a very quick way. I liked the money. I spent a lot of money. When I had a good sale, I would go out to Ireland, stay at castle hotels, horseback riding, read books, go to a lot of fancy restaurants. The, the life it gave me was something um, that I, I would not otherwise have had. This could be a great fake right here, really great fake, completely original composition. Today, instead of selling his work under another artist's name, he legally sells authentic reproductions to people who want high art without the high prices. The irony of the situation is I'm doing better now than I ever did in the old days because I could sell so many more and, and, and times have changed so I could get a whole lot more, even as fakes. How do you label your paintings now? I don't. I have people that... Uh, want me to sign my own name on my fakes and I refuse to do that because for me to put Ken Perini on that Buttersworth would um, compromise the integrity of the fake. Uh, uh, no, that's a, that, that sentence is compromise the integrity of the fake. Right. If you were starting out right yeah. now, yeah. do you think you could have the same career that you had? I think I could, yeah. In spite of the scrutiny today, um, I could see many areas where you could stay under the radar. 
Forgers follow trends, and trends go hot and cold. Lot number 5A is the Kerry James Marshall. Today, interest in black artists who used to be ignored by the elite art world has shot up. Thanks to record-setting sales like P. Diddy's $21 million purchase of a Kerry James Marshall painting. Early this year, some New York gallerists warned that they were seeing more forgeries and fakes of black artists' work. Some galleries in New York have recently said that there's been a rise in fakes around black American artists' work. Artists who are working in the 20th century and maybe now have passed. Why would that be? Newly appreciating artists are particular targets, especially if they're being introduced into the sales rooms. When you buy something in an auction house, it has now graduated to an entirely new level of investment quality. So when you get in on the ground floor of something that's rapidly appreciating, uh, there isn't that much expertise there. That's a prime target. That got a bullseye on it. Let's just go and exploit that. Do you think that the victimology or the hurt is any different in the case of black American artists? So if someone is going out and forging their work now or changing their legacy, just as their legacy is starting to get some attention, does that change your perspective on sort of who gets hurt by this and what it means to forge? Personally, I wouldn't do it. Imitation is the greatest form of flattery. The artist that I targeted in 99% of all cases were long dead, but I feel that I paid a tribute to them. I, I say my work speaks for itself. You could take whatever position you want, and I will go on creating these pictures for many more years to come, and where those paintings will be 20 or 30 years from now is anybody's guess.